it says on Sadiqim that Baba Yomim, they come with days. It means that Sadiqim, pull over a chair, pull over a chair, Tzvi. Pull over a chair, let Yankim be comfortable. Pull over a chair. It says that the Melech David is a Zakein. He's an old man and he's Baba Yomim. He comes with days. Which it says the same Lashem Avram Avinu is Baba Yomim, he comes with days. It means a day utilized is a day had. David HaMelech comes with days. In the physical world, if a person abuses something, doesn't use it letayv, a dollar spent is gone. A word spent is gone. An hour spent is gone. If it's used right, you have it eternally. You have it. You get schar for it. You have it forever. You eternalize that moment. I had a, when, I, when I got married, so when I got married, I told the guys I got an extra becher. I, for my chasna, a lot of people gave bechers for my wedding. And I, so I got a, I think I got three bechers. And I had a friend who was very, very poor, and he had a very tiny wedding. As the Gemara in Baba Kama says, the rich get richer, the poor get poorer. Because he had a tiny wedding, because they have no money, he said very few guests. Because they have very few guests, he got very few presents. And he didn't get any bechers for his wedding. I should have told him, like, who to invite? That guy's a becher guy. But he got very, he got very, he didn't get any bechers for his wedding. So my wife and I decided that we're going to give, I got three bechers, he got none. I'm going to give, I had a gorgeous becher, like a layered silver becher, beautiful becher. That, that was really, really nice. I'm going to give him the becher. And you should know that at first I was excited to give him the becher. When it came down to, my wife and I decided to give it, it was very hard to part with. You know you have three, but somehow when you give over, it's hard to give. And we decided we're giving him the becher. I want to tell you that we're holding now, 18 years later, and I could tell you that the only becher I have that's still gorgeous is the one I gave away. I pictured in my mind it's stunning becher, untouched. All my other my other two bechers from my chasna are beaten. They're all you know with silver over time. They're tarnished. They're dented all over. I know which fights of my kids. What happened when? It's like a mark. It's like it looks like it went through the war. I tell people this case survived the war. They don't know I mean my kids' wars. I say it survived. It's an heirloom, a family heirloom that survived the war. Both my cases I kept from my myself and nothing to brag about Yanka. Come Shabbos, you see my kais is nothing so fancy. My only kais that's gorgeous, it's true. It's true. My kais that's gorgeous, that's untainted, kulay lishma. Abulamaisa, I make kiddish, but I also am very proud of how pretty it looks. That's shaloy lishma. The one that's kulay gorgeous is the kais I gave away. I picture the, I picture the, the ridges going in. What you give, what you give, <laughs> what you give, you have forever. What you utilize, if as he's just pointing out that the kaisas are still beautiful because I use them to make Kiddush. The only reason I don't say it's the same, they're both mitzvahs. But it's not the same, so I made Kiddush. I fought the early years. I was very proud of the gorgeous kais. There's a lot of shaloy lishma. The giving away is kulay lishma. It stays prettier. Lemais, what you utilize right, you have forever. That kais is mine forever. Nobody ever will take it away. The Gemara has a mice in Avaydazara. There was a king, his name was Munbaz, a Gemara in Baba Basra. The Gemara, the There was a king. His name was Munbaz. This Munbaz, he, he was a very wealthy kingdom, and they had tremendous riches in the storehouse of the king. You know this Gemara in Baba Basra? 
So this Munbaz used to give away, it was years of starvation, and he was a very benevolent king. Menachem, tell them what benevolent means. Where's Menachem? Oh, what does benevolent mean? Giving, I'm proud of you. You're generous. Menachem means being modest, but a generous king. Yank, if you know the word benevolent, use the word benevolent. Say benevolent. Benevolent. Use it in a sentence. Say Yaakov Richard is a very benevolent person. He's being somebody who gives, a big giver. You got the word benevolent? Somebody who gives. It's typically used on kings. I don't know why. Like a benevolent ruler. You don't really hear it on private people much. I don't know why. But I think you could do it on anybody. But in the, in the vernacular, it seems more used on kings and presidents. Like in the language. In the typical usage way people use it. I think you could say on a person is benevolent. Typically... It's used up again. It's a good question. Yeah, it sounds like benevolence. Like a poor guy, you wouldn't say he's very benevolent. He doesn't have that much to give. It sounds like, because it sounds like benevolence when a guy has a lot to give. It is true. What? It's not used by a very rich person. I haven't seen it used like that. The poor man was benevolent. He gave a dollar fifty to charity. I haven't seen no, it used like that. I know it's used more on kings. It's used more on kings and, and presidents. But you could say the guy was very benevolent. I've seen it on people. Benevolent philanthropist. I have seen. It. I have seen that. I typically like it's used. Anyway, so it's, it's unclear. It's unclear Munbaz who he was for sure. But this Munbaz Amelech in years of starvation, in years of starvation, he was and the coffers of the king, giving out a lot of the money, supporting and taking care of the people. So somebody said to Munbaz, here, what are you doing, Munbaz? What are you doing? Your forefathers, your parents and grandparents were powerful kings that filled up the storage house full of wealth. And you are such a small-minded guy, you're emptying the coffers. Look what a weak king you are. The earlier your forefathers filled up the storage houses of wealth. And you, Munbaz, empty out the storage house. Look at you. So Munbaz responds and he says, No, my, the, my ancestors, they kept the money in a very unsafe place. The coffers of the king, it can be taken and stolen and plundered. I put it in a bank account that it can never be touched. I give it away. When you give it away, you safeguard it forever. Mamish, what we're saying here, Munbaz said, when you give it, you have it forever. That what Munbaz says, the case that I protected forever, I bought an insurance policy that it can never be nicked, it can never be tarnished. Silver gets tarnished. When it loses its luster, it loses its shine. My kais that I gave away, I promise, will never be tarnished. It's mamish, so wavy, beautiful, wavy silver forever. Because you freeze it when you do what it's, what, when you use it, that's right. When you make kiddush, like Rezi says, you also freeze it. You have a piece of meat. Eat it to have kayak to learn Torah. Eat it for Shabbos Kodesh. Give it to a friend. Give it to a guest. You have the piece of meat forever. I remember in Eretz Yisrael, my mother used to pack us up. In Eretz Yisrael, the meat is a little different. <laughs> Israelis are tougher and so are their cows, I've learned. I don't know why. I, I think a cow is a cow, but the Israeli meat is awfully tough. Somehow it mimics the people. And it's hard to find like a solid steak. Maybe today it's changed when I lived here. You always want to praise Eretz Yisrael. So about that you can find it. You go to the right place, go to Hacker's, a good butcher. You find the right one, you could find it. Well, in Misa, my mother used to send us with steaks. So I had three juicy steaks in my freezer from America that we 
brought back is a lot of mysterious nefesh. You have to like freeze it, put it in your stuff, keep it frozen. When you get there, run and put it in the, in the freezer. And I remember three guys came to my house and I decided I'm grilling the three. I'm going to fry them a steak. Each one a steak. And my wife said, you brought it. We worked so hard. I said, I want to keep it. We worked so hard. To just eat it would be a shame. I still have those three juicy steaks. Kasimcha Stern, a Shasiyad had one. Oh. Kalman Yerman, a Shasiyad had another. And a third guy, a wonderful person, a Balabas, who's a tremendously sincere person, living in Israel, had a third one. Those three steaks are still juicy and geschmack. If I would have eaten, gone. Easy come, easy go. I worked so hard, I want to hold on to those steaks. I still have those juicy steaks today. They, they give you schar and oilum They give you schar and oilum You have the steaks forever. They're yours. Hanoi you'll have from those steaks. That's what it means. Hamelech David is Baba Yomim. He comes with days. A day blown is a day lost. A day utilized is a day had. Avram Avinu's Baba Yomim. He comes with days. He brings them along with him. They come along. That's, that's the Pirush. That's the translation of Baba Yomim. To bring it along, not to forego it. My favorite words in Davening, probably, eternal life Hashem implanted in us. We have the possibility of freezing time. I don't know about you, I always fancied myself Peter Pan. Peter Pan wants to be young forever. I also want to stay young forever. I plan on that. The way you stay young forever is utilize your time, utilize your moments, utilize everything you have. To me, a bucker goes on a trip. A bucker goes, I want guys for me to go on a trip. First of all, it has a lot of points. First of all, you do it lishma. So you have kayak to learn. So you have the power to learn. You take good care of yourself. If you forsake your body, you don't, the body won't give you long. You want to learn for yearn. You want to be a wild masmid. If your body's well taken care of, it's going to learn longer. So first of all, have in mind to do things, kosher things for your body. I love when B'nai Torah, I was Mechaev, Yosef Mammon and Zevi Sensor and Avi Lachman, they have to do a crazy trip in the next month, homework. If they don't do it, I'm going to throw them out of yeshiva. Because I'm Akbid Gumber, a guy's a Masmid, the other Masmidim, I mentioned three of the Masmidim. If you're a Masmid, you better take good care of yourself. Because you want to do it for the long haul. If you forsake your body, your body is going to rebel. You have a kingdom you run. If you don't take care of your people, they rebel. I have seen Masmidim that the body rebels. The kingdom rebels. If you don't take good care of your kingdom, your kingdom rebels. I see a Ben and he starts dressing schlocky. He starts stop taking care of himself. What type of value is that? That's Torah. That's what you learned. Somebody who's good to his body, the smartest man who ever lived, said, Somebody who's good to his body, it's a man of kindness. Be good to yourself. Take care of yourself. It's very, very important value. Have, I love when a Ben Tyre has a Gishmak Kosher trip. The guy has in mind that he wants to learn more. And if he takes care of his body, his body will let him do it. He will trust him to learn Basmada day after day, year after year. The guy also on a trip, he's going on a nice trip. He brings along somebody who's a tremendous chizik for. He includes, he makes the whole trip kosher and precious, beautiful. That's Baba Yomim, you bring along days. Things become so valuable and precious. I remember once coming back, I had taken my kids. 
if you never, if, if you think sledding sounds boring, where I came from, sledding was boring. In Connecticut, there are hills. In Fulton Park, there's a hill. If you sled down that hill, I brought Bachram, it's like crazy. So I brought my kids once for an afternoon of sledding, or Sunday afternoon they were off. It was a religious experience. I went to take care of my kindleloch. My children should have a good time. Should have a geschmacker time, the family together. I went with Shmo, it was like returning from the Ilium Kipper. I'm telling you, it was a religious experience. Kipshutai Mamish. You could bring sledding along, In all your actions, know Hashem. Do things lishma. Do things right, and it comes out different. It's not cheap words to do things lishma. It changes the how you do it, what you do. It's a, go on a trip, Lishma. Because you want to sit and learn Torah, but I need a good break. Go on a trip, Lishma. You change the two guys at the same nickname. One guy, it's an act of Eilum it's an eternal act. Another guy's watching a bunch of inner city guys run around. It's garnished. They look like they're at the same place. Two people are skiing at a ski resort. One guy is, is doing it for his learning. Is being mechazik the next guy. He's doing it. In a, it's a whole different. It looks the same. They look. They're both on the slopes, flying down the black. It's a, they're, two, they're, they're going down different slopes. One guy's skiing right into Ganeiden, and another guy's skiing elsewhere. The Kitzur Advarim Rabbi say is that's a Melech David is Bob Ayamim. He brings his days. His days are infused l'shem shemaim. He's doing things for the right reasons. Be'emes. It's a in his life, what's right, what's true. That's Bob Ayamim. He brings days with him. But that is zero to do with what I wanted to talk about today. I just couldn't skip over those words. What I want to talk about today is the next four words. And I beg you to listen. I feel very strongly about this. I went to an experience this Shabbos that I have to talk to you guys about it. I beg you all to listen well. The next was take off your coat for this. For this, you got to take off your coat. We're going to talk about coats. I want you to take off your coat for this one. We're going to talk about coats now. Okay. For this, there are no coats. Akiva. Oh, no, that's not a coat. You can leave that on. Says the Pasuk, He was covered with clothing. Five words. David Amelo's clothing didn't warm him. Please listen and focus. David Amelo's clothing didn't warm him. Explains Chazal, what's the deal? He's wearing clothing, the teva, the nature of clothing, Tzvi David. Focus, the nature of clothing is to warm. David Amelech is a king, he's the rich, 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 rich man. Has stick, a schmack, good looking clothing, and they're not warming him. My hey, it's pshat. Says Chazal that the nature of clothing to warm was removed. Why? Because he didn't respect clothing. David HaMelech cut Shaul's garment. He wanted to show Shaul was chasing David to kill him. He felt David HaMelech was a Mairid B'Malchus, rebelled against the kingdom. And he felt David HaMelech was Chayim Misa. Shaul was one of the Tzadikei Hadur, one of the greatest people who lived. A big, big Tzadik. And he's chasing David, he felt he's Chayim Misa. David HaMelech was hiding somewhere and he could have killed Shaul. He was in a cave. He got Shaul from behind. He cut his garment and he called him later, check your garment, it's cut, I could have killed you. And I didn't to show him, I'm not a Murray de Malchus, I'm not a rebellious person. So Chazal sonnet some pigam of David's respect for clothing, that he cut a garment. 
And because of that, he was punished. That the ne- I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know. But he was punished that garments that have the teva to warm, if you don't respect them, they lose their kayak. That which is their nature to do, minus respect, it loses its kayak. It loses its force. Mitzvah, please bear with me. Menach, no, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Bear with me. Bear with me. Menach, I need you. I need, I need this. Bear with me. Bear with me. Mitzvah, bear with me. I, I need you to hear this. Every guy here. Mitzvah. Mitzvah have a koyach. Mitzvah have a power to elevate a person, Yankiv. A guy does a mitzvah, it's the nature of mitzvah. Mitzvahs are mikdash mensch. They change a person. Put on tefillin, you're a different person. Wear tzitzis, you're a different person. Light a menorah, you're a different mensch. One condition: respect the mitzvah. When you respect something, it gives it its kayak. When you disrespect something, it loses its kayak. Respect gives something its power. Disrespect and it loses its kayak. It's a pasuk in Mishlei. I'm not inventing it. Yeroe mitzvah hu yeshulam. If you revere a mitzvah, the hu yeshulam, you become b'shleimus. The mitzvah makes you perfect. If you but respect the mitzvah, I'm very into when you do a mitzvah. I light the Hanukkah, Get dressed up for it. Comb your hair. Wear your coolest shirt. Put on something, get a nice watch on. You're doing a mitzvah. Respect the mitzvah will change your life. This is where I'm very chasidish. Chasidim speak a lot about achunas, preparing for mitzvahs. The Messiah Sisharm, it's in Litvish sources. Don't do a mitzvah, but pesa pesa, the Messiah Don't do a mitzvah suddenly. <coughs> Prepare. Because if you revere a mitzvah, it has its kayak to impact you. When Rav Steinman, the God Ladar, came to America, it was a massive, the God Ladar came to America for the first time. He asked people to greet Shabbos earlier, to be ready earlier. Respect Shabbos will have a bigger impact on you. Show a great respect for mitzvahs. Eat shalashudas when you're not hungry. Don't be a fair weather friend. You know what shalashudas will impact you if you show respect for shalashudas? Respect the mitzvah, revere a mitzvah, and the mitzvah will impact us. It's a teva ha'olam. Respect garments, they warm. Disrespect garments, they lose their kayak. I'll tell you a Mayurdik Amaisa, a friend of mine, went to, to the stipler and he asked her about a certain Rebbe who was doing unbelievable things. And the stipler said to him that since his Hasidim respect him, it gives him Kayach. The stipler said this. It's based on a Gemara Rebbe Yerucham speaks about. He says, since his Hasidim respect him, it gives him strength. That which you respect, Gives it a kayach. Respect clothing, they have a power to warm. Respect mitzvahs, they have a power to be mashlam. Disrespect the thing, it loses its item. This, I don't want to talk about mitzvahs today, though I want to talk about other days and for hours. I don't want to talk about clothing today. I want to tell you guys that Friday night, I met with a group of girls who were thrown out of the Besiakov system. They had a Shabbaton, and I was asked to sit with them for a couple of hours to meet with them. And I want to tell you what I saw. 
I went just to, I really honestly wanted to see. I care about Yidin and I wanted to see. I was asked to help. I wanted to observe and see what, what needs to be done. I promise you, I promise that what I think I saw, this is my estimation. What are you seeing there? What's there? You see a group of girls struggling. I saw people who have no covered, who had no honor. Who had no honor. There was no covered. The missing feltzach covered. Much like everything in the Bria functions from honor. Garments, you honor it, it gives its kaya. This week's haftarim. David Amel disrespected clothing, it loses its strength. Much like mitzvahs, you honor them. Yehroi mitzvah, wisest man who ever lived. Who Yeshulam says the honor to the mitzvah gives the mitzvah strength. So to people. When they are honored, when they're honorable and honored, it gives them kayach. It's funny, there's so much, so many tire sources, and we're Zaycha, Rebbe, in this yeshiva wrote a book on this. I would say this is the yeshiva. You know, there's so many ways to define the yeshiva. The best way probably is a place of covered, of real covered of the zulas. The next person is truly honored. I'm not talking about shallow, you're the best. <laughs> Be quiet. I'm not talking about falseness. I'm talking about in the deepest sense of honoring the Zulas. Give cover to a person and the person unleashes their power. Do you know what the neshama is called, Rabbi Say? The neshama is the strength of a person. The eyes of a person is his neshama. Do you know the Jewish name for the neshama, guys? Another name? Kavod. David Amelo says, Ura Kvaidi, wake up my honor. You know what he's talking about? His neshama. The neshama is called Kavid. You know that? That's the name for the neshama's Kavid, honor. When a person's honored and feels honored and is an honorable person, is a mensch of Kavid, they function and flourish. When I hear, when I hear a Bachar puts himself in an inappropriate place, he has no respect for himself. He has no covered. His own honor should dictate, I don't belong there, I don't fit there. I don't fit there, it doesn't fit. It's pasnish. It doesn't, I don't fit in that crowd. He has no covered. He has no sense of honor that he can put himself in, in a matzah with a, with a mashogana, a guy flardwell, whatever they call the nut, that he can put himself with such a chevra. That's in Rebbe school, they say to mispronounce hardwell. When you put yourself in such a matzah, when you put yourself in such a matzah, you have no covered. You should hold of yourself with tremendous dignity. Tremendous covenant. A Goyish teacher, unbelievably, there was a high school before I overland and I started this high school. A Goyish teacher, a guy who had no agenda. I was interviewing everybody before we started this high school. I wanted to know what was. I was trying to just study. And I interviewed everybody. I asked a Goyish teacher about the school. He said something, an honest guy had no agenda. He said to me, they don't respect themselves. It's brilliant. He was dead on. He said the boys have no self-respect. They don't respect themselves. He said they don't respect others, but the start is they don't respect themselves. He was so on. It's a Pele. He's a smart guy. 
He was so dead. I promise you what I believe I saw Friday night in seeing these girls as people who don't have COVID. I sat with them an hour and a half. We spoke about all different topics. What I really was doing is giving them COVID. I was trying in an hour and a half to insert COVID, but Hashem Yerachim, I don't know who took away their COVID. I don't know who robbed them of honor. But what was missing was COVID, was honor. I don't like philosophizing. If you know me, I abhor it. There's no mitzvah to talk philosophy. People talk philosophy and treat it like it's tyrant. You, bet, you talk about the Mets. It's, it's, it's not more spiritual. Philosophy is not a mitzvah. People talk about things. It's not in the realm of Torah. There's no chiv. I want to philosophize about something for a minute or two only because the topic... I, I'm doing it only because I really want to focus on giving cover to others. And the philosophical part doesn't really get me and it's not the most important. I want to ask you a question, but I want to know what you think on this. There's a massive contradiction in the sugi of covered. Can I ask you something? Yehuda, I want everybody to focus and I want, I want guys' opinion. Could you imagine where I tell everybody here, Rabbi Say, nobody have red candies. My mother-in-law, Zogazunzain, is a wonderful lady. She's a big tzaddikist. She has one quirk. She's a health nut. She's a health nut. She gets very intelligent. She's a big tzaddikist. Her closeness to Hashem is, 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 is eerie. Wonderful tzaddik. She's into health. She hates red dye. She comes, if we have fruity pebbles in my house, we hide all the fruity pebbles, never have the red, um, the red candies. Whoa, that's like, when you come to my house, red. Red and has red yet. She sees red. It's, oh, my mother-in-law. Red sets her off. I quickly eat up all the fruity pebbles before all the red candies I eat before. Quick, quick before my mother-in-law gets nervous and red stuff. Red dye. The kids are at the I tell the rabbi say I want nobody to eat red dye. Nobody's allowed to have red candies. No more red candies. The only thing red in the yeshiva is allowed to be is Avi Paris. Here, oh, no baby. more red. No more. <laughs> There's no more red, no more red candies in your shifu. That's it. Adkan. That's one chiv. Yank of rule number two. Those are nice. Rule number two. Rule number two. Rule number two. Rule number two in your shifu. I want each guy, when you finish a parak of Gemara, Yehuda Dice just finished a parak of Amitzim last week. Eighth and the tenth, two parak. So, so new rule, Rabbi Sai, new rule, new rule. When you finish your parak of Gemara, Stachagroisa Simcha, Bemis Dominican Yidden is when you have a Simcha, you give something out. A guy becomes a chosn, he gives out candy. You have a child, you give out candy. I love the minig. Other people should rejoice in your simcha. They should manifest. They eat a nice candy. They're happy for your simcha. It trains people to be happy. So a guy finishes a parak. It's right. You should give out some candies. Stam, you want to train others to care for your simcha. So if they have a physical something, they get geschmack. They're used to. Simcha, candy. Simcha, candy. You get happy. It's a very good zach. should associate. Yen is simcha. It's my simcha. I get candy on it. can facilitate that I feel his joy. So we have a new minigan yeshiva. You finish a parak, you give out candies. Rabbi said, please give out red candies. It's a kailashi out of your mind. You say, everybody can eat red candies. And when you finish a parak, we've got a lot of parakim finished in this room. Give out red candies. Modern 
Yenis should give it, you can't eat it. Rabbi Sai, I have a cash uncovered. I have a cash uncovered. You're supposed to be mechabed, your friend. It says one of the questions they're going to ask us, Chazal say after 120, Himlachtecha chavercha, did you make your friend a melech? Did you give him honor? Why was there Bikivis Talmudim Panishaloinagu Kavay Zelazet? Because they didn't give honor to each other. The Achrayis of a Yid is to be Mechabit somebody else. Absolute responsibility to be Mechabit other people. Kavay, give out honor. Fred's Rakasha. A bomb, kasha, you're supposed to be by reach, you're supposed to run away from COVID. What type of mud in the system? Give out red candies, don't eat red candies. So we're all supposed to harm each other. <laughs> I'll get him. I'm supposed to be mechabed you, and you're not supposed to be getting covered. So I'm supposed to hurt you? I run after you to hurt you, and so you're supposed to hurt everybody else. In the Sugi, there's a Mishnah in Avais. Nagid Shemei Avid Shemei. Nagid Shemei means if you try to care too much about your name, you run, you have to cover too much, and Nagid is a prince. Nagid Shemei, if you run after your name, Avid Shemei, you lose your name. You lose your name. You run after a name, you lose your name. I had a fascinating mice yesterday. I want to tell the teller mice. I want to tell you a funny story that happened yesterday. A parent called me. They were on the ledge yesterday, ready to jump about their kid. They called me from the ledge. This is the last call I'm making in my life. They were done. I'm telling you, I know when things are done. They were done. The parent. So I have to talk this parent off the ledge. They were about to jump. That's it. Life's over. They, this was Dunsky. So. What I did was to start telling him, no, your son's gewalding. He would have jumped before I finished the sentence. So I did the unexpected. I started telling him how bad his son is for the yeshiva. He kills the yeshiva, reputation, morale. Just, and I described in detail how bad he is for the yeshiva. I described the I promise you. I promise my He only wasn't literally on the ledge, but everything but that is true. And he was on the ledge, just not literally. But his next stop for sure was the ledge. So he was done. He had it. Nigmara Sipur. So I told the guy how bad his son is for Yeshiva. Barichus Godla, how bad his kid is for Yeshiva. Reputation, he smashes us. A Yeshiva that has B'nai Torah, beautiful B'nai Torah. Erlich Abachram. You know how many people don't come because he is son? Pashtus, wherever he goes, a bad advertisement, and he's loud about Waterbury. He hurts us. Morale in the yeshiva. A bachur sleeps in the dorm all day, is engaged in other stuff, he hurts morale. I put a lot into morale. The sense of pride, the sense, I walk in, all the rebbeim were, were prideful in the yeshiva. I walk last night, I see Avi Lach back in the yeshiva. Don't, I'm just telling you a fact. But yeah, yeah, we're good, we're solid. It's morale, it's pride. It's validation to a whole yeshiva. It validates. It gives a sense of just, it's it just so, such a good feeling that we're in the right place. You're in a good place. Pride, morale. Your son, you know, he smashes morale of the place. You see him, you wonder, am I any, is this is yeshiva? It hurts morale. He hurts reputation. He smashes the yeshiva. The father's listening to me. This guy's all mad at his son. And now, like, I'm supposed to be saying good about his son. I smashed him. Told him how bad his son is. But I said, I want you to know your son's a beautiful person. 
And those things, morale, pride, reputation, are not what I'm putting first. All those things do I care? Of course. But that's not important to focus on a life. He said, we have a gorgeous yeshiva, a yeshiva that's full of B'nai Torah and successful people because we put that all the way in the back. That's not to focus on. Certainly not reputation. He said, we focus. I want your son, I want your son to grow, to thrive. I see his milus. And despite the hardships that he does cause to yeshiva, we love your son. And then I told him his son's milus. I promise you. But I really was saying to him that a lot of what he was struggling to cope, there's certainly difficulties from his son, 100%. But a lot is the sense of look what, look, look, look at the busha we get from it. A lot is the busha. The busha, the way others see, the perception. And I wanted to give him musr instead of yelling at him, if I was to put him on the defensive, don't care about it. He would start fighting me. I spoke about our struggle with it and described how we ignore that and worry about what's true and worry about your son's success. He changed his entire tune. He walked off the ledge and walked with a resolve that he's going to see his son's success. And his son's success, he will see. But by, by not giving him what to do, we just spoke about what's true, Rabbi said. The Yisait Advarim here is the covet of a person, the honor of a mensch. If a person has covet, has honor, the person can flourish. My kasher Rabbi Say is, my bomb kasher, I want answers from the Olam. Chazal teaches Nagid me the reason I said that mice is I'm talking about not caring about your own honor. We all care about reputation. But when you over put it in the front, Nagid Shemei, if you care too much about reputation, Avid Shemei, you lose your reputation. You want a good reputation, put it low down on your list. You want to, reputation is important and you're lying if you say you don't care about reputation. I don't say if you want a good reputation, don't care about one. I say put it down, low down on your list. Don't let it get in the way of other things. Don't let it get away in other things. Say, so he hurts reputation. Oh, he's a yid. Oh, he's precious. He's a doll. He's a gem. He has good midas. Don't let it get away in other things. The reputation, are, okay, we care. You don't be a faker. Oh, I don't care. We do care. Of course I care about reputation. It hurts, but that's not what I'm focused on. Too bad. Too bad. Tough luck. That's not what I'm focused on. And then get busy focusing on more important things. And you know if you do that, you have a smashing good reputation. And if you put reputation things in front, how many parents have, but it's going to be bad for reputation. I say, send your kid here. You're so worried about your name. You'll have no good name. Put it low down. Put it low down and let's do what's true and right. Not what, not what, don't play for crowds. Do what's true. Do what you believe in. Do what you believe in. Stand for what you believe. Be right. Be true. Be honest. And then the reputation comes. Nagid shemei avid shemei. So we're taught to run away from honor. Not to care about honor. To be bayreach menakovet. Chazal tell us whoever runs after honor, honor runs away from him. So many warnings about covet, about being careful from covet. And it presents a contradiction. I'm supposed to honor my friends. Rabbi Kiva's yeshiva is destroyed. Shalaynagu kavit zelazeh. We're asked after 120, did you give coveting? Did you anoint your, coronate your friend? Were you mechabit your friend? And yet we're taught on the other side of the coin to run away from coveting. That's my kasha today. We have a Rebbe in the yeshiva who wrote a sefer that deals with this kasha. 
It's a sefer about COVID. I feel with one of the last bastions on the world of honor. There's so much dishonor out there, so much bittle. A knock of another person, covered, honor, respect the person. In Europe, I spoke at a Lakewood. We're gonna, us, me and the Lakewood Chevy are gonna smash the anhaga of calling somebody by their last name. We're gonna destroy it. I in Europe there was such anhaga. In Europe there wasn't a massive nisayin with covered. We're in a society that a person is a piece of garbage. There's no covered in the zulas. There's bitter in zulas. In such an environment, never correct something. I don't care how long his beard is. You tell him with covered, please don't say last name. I love you. Give him a big hug. Tell him I ask you a favor. Tell him I know this nut in whatever his name is, Kalish. Say my first name, Daniel. And say there's a guy named Daniel Kalish. And he doesn't like, he doesn't, we're good friends. And he doesn't like last names. A bit of the nut person. His name is Yazien Bacher Nathan. There's no Nathan. Yakamaisha. Yakamaisha. Yakamaisha is unbelievable. Cease, refined, sadik. There's no. There's no, there's no last names. There's no last names. The person's a mensch. A mensch is a chalain. The person himself, he's not just like part of a family, like Bottle. Has Yenne Bacher, the guy from Seik, Yenne Augustine. Who's August? Awesome. I never heard. Who's that? Chaimu! Chaimu, the best guy in the show. Chaimu! Yeah, yeah, still. Still, yeah. Schwartz says I'm one like a. Schwartz says I live in Borough Park. So like a million, like millions of years. Schwartz. <laughs> Another Strimal. No, no, what's your name, buddy? Your name, your name. You, you, give him a big hug. Stop it. Friends, me. Guy walks away. I, I saw it. I went to a parliament and let guys will walk away, bouncing away. Because he wasn't, you're not another beard. What's your name? You. You know, Fivelson. No, 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 your name. You. Me. Just another beard over here, like a Nachapayas. No, 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 what's your name? Uri, Uri, whoa, Uri. The guy walks away, he's like bouncing. He's Uri, he, had, he got his name. He was just, I just made him a new bris. I gave him a Kriya Shem, Pashut. The Karish Uri. He had him called Uri in 13 years. The guy walked away, he bounced away, he was born again. Under the beard, under the payas, under the strimal, under the hat is Uri, Uri. Good morning, Uri, Shalom, Uri. Good morning, Uri. It's great to see you. You want to come to a giant game? Me a nickname? Uri, you, Uri. You know, under there, it's like whoa. The guy bounced away for like a million bucks. I met people with names. None of this, none of this last name. Bittel, complete knocking of each person. The guy introduced himself it's like a conversation stopper. The guy's like Kestenbaum, like hi Kestenbaum, Kalish. Like there's no, I'm not here. You're not you. And like one beer to another beer. You, you, hi. It's a famous Maisa with the Satmar Rebbe. Somebody asked the Satmar Rebbe how he holds a Mike Tress. A chassid asked the Satmar Rebbe that Mike Tress has no beard. And the Satmar Rebbe was very stark in his beards. So the Satmar Rebbe famously said that chassid, when you come after 120, when he comes after 120, he's going to say, Mike Tress, where's your beard? To you, he's going to say, he's going to say, beard, beard, where's your yid? That was, that was the Satmar Rebbe's famous line. But anyway, kids are a person, a mensch. 
does anybody have a terror to this kasha that I'm supposed to Danny, I'm supposed to honor others and they're supposed to run away from honor what's happening here Yankov there's a philosophical question here I'm supposed to give them what's bad for them they have to treat themselves so this philosophy yeah, this is complete philosophy. I'm supposed to honor him, and he's supposed to run away from honor. So Yankov says, the, the, to me, Rabbi Say, to me, there are three answers to this kasha. I know three answers. It could be guys that more. Yankov holds her answer number one. Answer number one is this false covered, fake covered. Fake covered is, is accolades and like publicly you get announced at a dinner. Wow. Real covered is a true sense of value of another person. Real covered you're not supposed to run away from. And only hang around people that are really mechabed you. You run away from people that are not mechabed you. Somebody doesn't hold of you, have nothing to offer you. Nothing, zero. Don't ever take a Rebbe, I beg you. Guys are going to go after 12th grade, go all different places. Never, never take a Rebbe. Don't go within miles with somebody who's not mechabed you. They have nothing to give you if they're not mechabed you. Somebody is mechabed you, holds of you, then they can give you. Somebody doesn't hold of you, stamashak, and run away. So Yankov Holzer is the first answer. That the covet you're running away from is covet amadoma, is false covet. It's fake. The covet you're giving others is real covet. You're not trying to announce, oh, you heard he's so special. Psh, I'm talking about covet because you hold that way. Because you're mechabed, you see the milus. Real covet. Sometimes I, sometimes I get nervous. Even guys go, psh, psh, I praise guy. I promise you what I describe. Last night I'm describing going to the room and seeing I'm not telling you to get a psh. I'm telling you mitzius. It doesn't have to be said real covered like that. It could be said. It's allowed to be said. It's noticed. Covered be mechabed zulas. It's not a pat on the back. It's funny, Avi. Parents, I've told you before, parents will go to... Um, Chinuch classes. And the kid comes home the next morning and the, his mom's trying the latest. Oh dear, you're so special. Rub on the back of the head. The kid's like, I read that mouth. So I, you know, I, listened, I was at the speech. I heard, you know, the guy. And the mother's always trying the latest ploy, the latest technique, the latest trick from the latest book she's read. You know, you, you find that your mother's bathroom, you find that all about yourself. It says, how to deal with the child who, you know, has crazy energy, the disrespectful child, the wonderful child, the talented child. Yes, in your mother's facilities, you active child. You find that all who you are. If you want to know who you are, go to your mother's bathroom, check out the books there. That's you. The kids are at Varmiz. All these stupid tricks, these quick fix tricks don't work. When you speak to parents, it has to be ideals and changes, behemoths, that are teeth, that take months and years and deep avoided to work on. To be mechabed, our children, is not a quick fix trick. It's not some quick one-liner. It's change of self to look at a person in a different view, in a different way, something that takes years. Rev, Rev, um, Rav Shmuel Kamenetsky went to America's Atayra. So one of the Rebbeim, a big tzaddik, asked his shir, what did they see in the Gadol? They had a shir, what did you see? So one Bacher said, I saw his mechabit, everybody. So the Rebbe said, that's not, that's not a mid of G'dayim, that's something he worked on. He held that wasn't the Nekud of G'dayim. He said that's one of the Nekudas, but that's, he said that he could have acquired that when he was a Bacher. But that's a murdic acquisition, that he's Mechabit people. Unbelievable acquisition in a very tifa 
in a very deep way. I saw Friday night, the girls were not used to getting covered. I'm not talking about, whoa, you're such a nice girl. That, that's, uh, yeah, very beside. You also went to Chena classes. Very nice. Rebbe school. I'm talking about covering. I'm talking about treating as an equal. I was talking to them. They weren't used to. I saw their reaction at first. They were like taken aback. You're treating. Oh, you're saying. It was weird. It was, it was posh and weird. They were like, I used to. like very good. Oh, oh you, you, I'm, I promise what was going under the sea. Huh? You, you hold, you're holding me? I'm, I'm a half human being. I'm, I'm normal. There was nothing said. We were discussing, talking about life, partying, geschmack, having conversations about Tyra. Geschmack. Oh, was it loud? Geschmack. They were quiet at first. I said, that's not how I work. Worlds. <laughs> it was very quiet. I told them, no, I'm, I'm gonna, we're going to stop now. This is not how I work. Let's go. Trouble, noise. Let's go. I told them, bring it. Let's go. Come on. This is not, this is not a dog. Uh, yeah. Yeah, let's go. We, they, till it got crazy. A Lebedic and wild. Worlds, worlds, millions. <laughs> the kids are worlds. The kids are Advarim is. <laughs> the kids are Advarim is. Is, 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 is Rabbi said, we have to be Mechazic to give cover to the Zulas. You have a brother, you have a brother, Rabbi say. You have a brother, learn to be Mechabit, your brother, learn to be Mechabit, your parents. If, if I had to say, Rabbi say, from the biggest thing missing, and the Western culture comes into our camp, there's a Pasuk, it says, Ki olim Death has entered our windows. Death has entered. Ki olim Death has entered our windows. Why does it say the windows? What's the normal way to enter a building? Door. Just when I see Bachem fly in and out of the student lounge, I say maybe <laughs> people going. But normally, people going in and out of doors, not windows. So my high death enters the windows. What's the expression that death enters the windows? What do you say, Mo? I love that. When bad things enter our world, they sneak in. They, we would never let it in, but it, but it comes through the window. It sneaks in slowly, wow. unnoticed at first. I say death has entered our windows. In America's lost its sense of covet, of true honor. You know how ridiculous, please don't get used to it. You know how ridiculous it is that you're allowed to knock the president? Sick, sick. A media, some bum. He's the president of the country. Make a taste it and knock him. Front people do it. It's, it's wrong. Make a taste it and knock him. Make a taste it. It's the president. People used to be noig, yidn, with noig, tzaddikim, and Unbelievable covet to the president. The only thing you could tie in the back is they're not noig covered on themselves, so it's so complicated. It is. It's hard to be mechabit somebody who's not mechabit himself. It's true. It's a compli- We shouldn't knock a president. We shouldn't knock a president. He's a president. You call Mr. President. He's the president. You're always supposed to be mechabit a president. We've lost covered. Covered of parents. Today you got to say, Psychologists, your parents are to blame for all your woes, those jerks. Meshuggah, meshuggah, covered of parents. You know you're not allowed to agree to your dad. Your father says, I think it's going to snow today. You're not allowed to say, yes, dad. Who are you to agree to your father? Who are you? Covered, honor. You know you're supposed to serve your father. You know you go home from an office, you're supposed to serve your mama supper and breakfast and lunch. Machileyu, you're supposed to give her to eat. It's not locha. There's not a chumrah. Danny, there's not a chumrah. We've lost our way. We've lost our way. We're grumbling, chirping at our mothers. Meshuggah. Meshuggah. We've lost kavay, the sense of honor. 
Try it. You know how beautiful it is to really honor. Give honor to your parents. Be mechabit who they are. It's hard. We're surrounded by e-kavod. And maybe they're not even know e-kavod themselves. We've lost kavod. Be mechabit presidents. Lahavdol. Be mechabit your parents. Be mechabit your siblings. Be mechabit them. Take a brother. Stay, I'm going to start. Be mechabit your sister. Give her honor. Honor her. Real. It's an honor to spend time with her, to be around her. Treat her with dignity. Instead of the bittle, the knocking, the putting down, the sense of, of devaluing value, give covered. Give up. We live in a world honor is, is shat. Completely shut. There's rules of covered based medrash. I remember once my brother was a very honorable person. I remember once I was asking him something. He said, mm-hmm. he didn't want to talk. It's a, it's a shul. You can't talk in a shul. Kavod. We've lost the old-fashioned honor. Yiddishkeit is full of honor. Covered of basic knesses. Covered of base medrash. Covered of teachers. Covered of rebellion. Covered of, of kings. It's full of honor. There's so much honor in Yiddishkeit. Honorable people who honor others. Who's a mechubit? What does the Mishnah say? Mechubit is abriyos. Somebody who can give honors to others is shayich to honor himself. We have to change the world order. This is the last bastion from the last places on earth that is honor. What? That what? So how does that work? But he's supposed to run from covered. He's supposed to run. So how do I give him honor? That's the way by which to get So Ray Madler says like this, the second answer. The first Yaakov Holzer's answer is that there's good honor and bad honor. Stupid accolades, right? Kestemel is very big on Yaakov Holzer's answer. That running after silly honor, it's not real, it's meduma, that's ridiculous. Running, true honor is the sense of others' value. You was very important to have that sense. So that's Yaakov Holzer's answer. Yeah, of course. Running after, of course we want that. True honor, real honor that others, I told you, don't go near a person who's not mechabed you. Somebody's not mechabed you, run away from. They're not, they're not, I'm not talking about fake honor, things that are shallow, I'm talking about a real sense of honor. The yeshiva, I'm not shooting, we know, we know when it's real and fake. I, and real takes much harder work, Yaakov. I'm not shooting in yeshiva, the guy's honor, you're the man. Hmm? I'm talking about real. Tell me you look at another guy and you hold of him. I'm talking about real stuff that takes time to work on. That's you work on it, looking at a guy properly, seeing a guy in the I'm talking about the honor the Rebbeim in this Yeshiva have for Bakram. That's not a fake. That's not a chinuch ploy. That's real. If somebody would knock a bach, what are you talking about? What are you saying? You're knocking an other godly, you're out of your mind. The real honor, Yaakov, I'm not talking about shallow. I'm talking about a sense you look at somebody, you hold to them. I'm talking about something, cheap words. Oh, you're, you're a wonderful guy. What a nice. That's junk. It's garbage. That's covered Amadum. I'm talking about real. Real. That takes, that takes work. It takes, it, it's, it's actually honest and true. A human being, a Yid, a Ben Melech, with Milas. Okay. That's Teretz 1. Teretz 2 is right, Madler said. That the problem is not getting honor, the problem is pursuing it. 
The problem is not getting honor. Fakir, when you're honored is good. When you're pursued is a sign that you're not honorable. The pursuit and the thirsting for it, you're supposed to honor other people. And through that honor, they recognize their greatness. And through honoring them, they don't want after honor. The pursuit of it is a sign you don't feel it. If you felt it, you wouldn't pursue it. A rich guy doesn't run after money because he's rich. If I'm rich already, I don't need to pursue it. I have it. I don't need to pursue honor. I have it. So give honor, get honor, and don't pursue honor. The difference in getting it and pursuing it. There are things that are good to get, not good to pursue. The pursuit, the thirsting for it, means you're hungry. It's called in English self-esteem. If I hold myself so stark, then I don't pursue it. I don't crave it. I don't crave it. I hope the guy who like craves the compliment. Now give it to him, certainly. But the goal is not to pursue it, is to know it and to have it real that you're not pursuing it. Then it runs after you get it. There's nothing wrong with getting it. Don't pursue it. Don't need it. How do you come to that? To know how great you are. You come to it ironically, living great, knowing you're great. So Yankov, that's the second. There's a third answer, too much philosophy for me. Too much philosophy. We know you're supposed to be mechab the other. In truth, I don't care so much about the question. In truth, what I do care about is be mechab other people, Rabbi say. When I meet a group of girls who are destroyed from ikavid, one of the things I can't stand, when, when a guy, I apologize to speak about it, but I don't like speaking about this sugya because usually nothing's new is added to the sugya. I want to add to the sugya. When I see guys your age hanging with girls, what I can't stand is the ritzicha, the murder of a girl. Typically, there's a tremendous e-cover that's associated because the relationship is completely based on looks, on attraction. It's completely based on not the nisham of the person, completely. I don't want to hear, it's kula yetzer And to me, it's tremendous e-cover of another person. I assure you that girl that he's running after, she all of a sudden grows pimples all over her face. He's running away. It's not based on covet, on respecting a person. It's completely based on not what's respectful. The the beauty of a person, that's a chinuch, is the neshama, is the mindless, the preciousness of the mensch. There's nothing wrong with having physical beauty, but that only has value in terms because the person is a sincere, real person. At this age, the infatuation, the, the focus on guf is an irrespect of another person. And a lot of the relationships are built on a lack of respect of another person. A lot of the relationships are built on a very not respectful relationship. Very unrespectful. If you know anything about marriage, I laugh at guys. A guy gets a, a tie on the lady, she's not loyal to me. You're not loyal, or you're talking to somebody else. You bum. There's nothing to do with loyalty here. Kedushin's loyal. You're not loyal to her, she's not loyal to you. It's not with nothing, but Kedushin's a holy act of two people respecting each other in the deepest ways, two people committing loyalty to each other's Kedushin. He's loyal to her, yes. Absolute chiyuvman obligations to her. He commits a sense of loyalty. A lady has a loyalty to him, teeth loyalty. And the opposite is such an arrangement of, of youngsters playing around. The opposite of loyalty. One big maisa, begita, of disloyalty, of disrespect, of disregard for the preciousness of the basisrom. The disregard for the preciousness. Abbas Yisrael, you don't shape it like that. You're a pleasure. You're looking at it. When you're ready to commit, 
minute. You want to get married? Vesayner, come to me. I'll read you a shidduch. You're going to have a mother-in-law now. You're going to have a wife to care for. You have chiyuvim. You're not ready? Stay away. You're not ready? Don't, be, don't, don't disrespect the person like that. Don't take from a person. Don't hurt a person like that. When you're ready to be loyal, when you're ready to have shibudim and chiyuvim, Rabbi say be mechabit other people. Learn to be mechabit other people. A lot of bachim who are involved, a lot of movie watchers and people involved in relationships, they have no respect for a girl. They have to relearn. I, I shake in fright from their marriages. I, I get scared of their marriages. I get frightened from their marriages. Really, really scared. I was so happy. My son, Baruch Hashem, is a chush with people. They told me we, we, we drive, we have a long drive together. He told me totally Derek Agav. He was talking about something. I didn't know he knew about this topic. He said to me that a guy talks to a girl when they're young, he can't fathom they're going to have a good marriage. He understood it because they have no covered for a girl. They have no covered what a lady means, the, 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 what, it, what it means in Isha, the chashivas of an Isha, the chashivas of an Isha. I worry that people have to relearn it. They have to completely start from scratch. It's not so easy. They have to relearn it. I advise guys who talk to girls to go through a couple of years before they have a date of moving away and they have to relearn the sugya. To them, it's so degraded, so misunderstood, so body, so physical, so no commitment, no sense of what it, of, 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 of what it means in Isha, what it means to accept the yoke of another human being and your achrayas. Her life's totally on you. What it means achrayas, what it means the achrayas for a human being, no understanding of that. Just a relationship built without achrayas. But a relationship without achrayas. In the Torah, the relationship, and certainly only marry a girl you're deeply attracted, only marry a very pretty girl. But that pretty girl, it's value that you can get your body to be tempted to do what's right, to do the right things, to take care, to provide, to commit. He has a relationship completely built without any neshama. It's a gufbali neshama. Kulay, just body, physical, nothing spiritual, nothing meaningful, with no commitment. Rabbi say, give cover, give honor. Learn to give honor, learn to be mechabed others. True, true honor to another person. What's the fine distinction between true honor and what? I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. I I, I noticed that. I don't want to go there. <laughs> so tomorrow in Allah said the Rebezi will talk about it. Beis Hashem. I don't want to go there. I don't want. I don't want to start nitpicking. I trust people. I don't want to do it. Nah, that's not. If it's not, if it's not real. Rabbi, isn't the difference between selfishness? Because I don't know what's honesty and dishonesty. Hold on, no. Well said, well said. I'm impressed with file. I'm impressed with file. Rabbi say a campaign. Let's have a campaign of honor, Rabbi say. A fat yank of a campaign. Start with siblings. Be mechabed people. Be mechabed people. True honor. Think about.